Okay. Welcome to See Us, Hear Us with Christopher and Bradley. Good morning, Bradley. Good morning, Chris. So this topic is not only important to what we do every day as health and human service you yeah. know, providers and educators, yeah. but yeah. the topic of bullying Mm-hmm. really impacts so many people oh, worldwide. Yes it, yes, it really does. Right? It's a pervasive problem, really, yeah, in absolutely. our communities. So I think it's an important topic for us to tackle. So mm-hmm. let's get started. Sure, let's get I'd started. I'd like you, Bradley, to just kind of, in your own words, what does bullying really mean to you? Define it for us. Bullying is when people pick on people tease them, mock them, talk to them down, um, and not really being a nice person at all. Mm -hmm. So it's an ongoing and deliberate kind of misuse of power, right? Yes, yes. That's essentially the technical definition. And what we're going to do is we're going to drill down a little bit into Mm -hmm. some of your own experience in a minute. But why do you think people bully? Well, because I don't think they have anything better to do. Well, that could certainly be part of it, right? You know, I think that they, when they see somebody different, they think that they can pick on them mm-hmm. and that they can, you know, get under their skin. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for sure people want to gain a greater sense of power, right? Yep. Sometimes it's really about being in control. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about wanting to gain attention. Yeah. Right? I'm sure yeah. you remember that oh, when yeah. you were in school, which we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah. Sometimes it's their own lack of self-worth. So right. they're unhappy. Right? And then right. they take it out on other people to make mm-hmm. themselves feel better about themselves. And also to make them look look like look better to other people. Right. Sometimes they bully to kind of manipulate to get mm-hmm. what it is that they want. Right. Right? Sometimes it's a, kind of a selfish act. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And sometimes they just want to copy others. And that's where it becomes more of a pervasive problem. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. we see one person bullying. Right. And therefore, and we're no, interested or, in becoming part of the gang. More. Yeah, more will do it. Right? Yeah. So you have had your own experiences with bullying, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about when that occurred, where that occurred, and how did it make you feel? Well, it started when I went went to um, a school, an elementary school in the town that I lived in, Tenafly. Um, a lot of people thought I was different, and they would tease me about my the way I looked, the way I talked, the way I dressed, um, and it made me feel like like that there was something wrong. With me. Um, But then I, um, because of my disability I have, I decided to transfer to a different school because the school I was going to, I didn't like because I was getting bullied all the time and mocked, teased, punched, hit, smacked. So... My mom and my dad decided for me to go to a special school. Um, but 
that was a little rough on me because there were still some people kind of looking at me like I was a different kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was it about you that made you different? Well, I like to dress up. A lot of the kids didn't like that. You mean dressed up with a tie and yeah, a suit? Dress up, dress up in a nice pair of pants, shirt, tie, jacket, and everything. Well, we think that's honorable. You look great. Yeah. But those kids didn't. And it made, like one day I just went home and I just started to like get upset in my room. After I remember that my brother was home. And my brother had to come to my room and said, Brad, what's going on? And so I told him, and my brother's like, do I need to help you with this? Do I need to step in and say something? And I said, no, Jeff, I'll take care of it myself. But then when I got into high school, I also liked to fix my hair. I like to put grease in my hair because I just Mm. like it. And one day, they called me Mr. Slick. And so then all the kids started calling me Mr. Slick. I At first, I thought it was funny. But then, <laughs> after that, I kind of see what they were coming from. They were, they were just not nice people. How old were you at the time? 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a real chronic problem at that age. Yeah. Right? Particularly that age, right? It happens at all ages. It's not limited to just young children. But that teenage population, that tends to be a greater percentage of children at that age that are, you know, targets of bullying, right? right? For a variety of reasons, right? Yes. Appearance, as you mentioned, weight, race, sexuality, religion, et cetera, socioeconomic status. Right. But um, so – one day, I was coming out of the school. They started to tease me more and more. And this guy jumped out and started to wail on me. Started to hit me in the head. Luckily, one person that was in my class ran and got the principal. The principal came over and he said, what's going on? And so they... The people that were watching said, what was going on? And then they called my dad. And when you call my dad for something like that about his kids, he gets very upset. Mm -hmm. Because he loved his children. And so when dad got there, my dad met with the vice principal and the principal. And my dad said, this has got to stop. This bullying towards my son has to stop. It's not nice, and it's making my son very uncomfortable. So then I moved to South Jersey, and all I had to go to a special, was it a technical school type thing? And one day we're sitting having lunch, and I'm talking to some of my friends, I was just, you know, like joking around, like making like jokes about the teams, like, you know, sport teams, mm-hmm. like they're, you know, crybabies, sure. you know. Just the... And one of my friends said something to another person at another table. 
and he thought that I said it. He jumped up, started again, started the person again, started wailing on my head again. Everybody was laughing. Everybody thought it was funny. They finally got the principal, and the principal said, that's enough. They called my dad because I had a very bad concussion. When my dad got there, he had to drive me to the hospital. And I'm lucky to be here today. And bullying is not fun. A lot of people have to understand when you get bullied, it puts your self-esteem down. You do realize, you know, one of the things that I think is really important to note and I think is kind of a focal point of what we're talking about today is children with disabilities are two to three times more likely to be subjected to bullies than their non-disabled peers. Right. Right. So you're already coping with the challenge of trying to navigate the academic environment. And now you're subject to, you know, this intimidation, this fear and this, you know, constant uphill battle in trying to find your way and making friendships. Right. But I have to tell you, when I've got the free, this is the best place I've ever been in. I have not been bullied at all while I've been living here. This place has changed my life into a way that I wish other people wouldn't get bullied. Bradley, were you bullied through high school? So you were saying 15, 16 years old. Did it ever get better? It always, I always got picked on and bullied. Until you graduated? When I became a senior at the school in Westchester, I mean in um, media, my senior year at the school when I was at media, the bullying stopped then because a lot of people saw the real brand. And that was the year you graduated? Yes. So you graduated at the age of 18? 21. At 21. So you stayed in school till the age of 21. So it was only that last year of school where you saw improvement? Why the change? Why did why because, did it get better? Because a lot of my people, a lot of people there didn't know me as well. And I felt like they might, bull- the reason why they're bullying is to try to get to, like, get me upset. But when I became a senior, everybody knew the, 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 the Brad, the Brad was what's. Nobody in my, like, Nobody in that school would think that a person like me can graduate, get the principal's award, be valedictorian, and be a friend. So they really grew to better know who you were. Yes. And as a result of that, people started to develop relationships with you. Did you yeah. feel more connected yes. to your I mean, peers? Like, I always stay in touch with all my, my graduates in my graduation class. I always stay in touch with They'll write to me. I'll write to them. They'll call me. As a matter of fact, one of them that I went to high school with just moved to Long Island. And it's so funny. He's right behind my house Mm -hmm. in those apartments. And he's been coming to my house a lot. 
And so, it's been great. So you described to us some of what's happened to you emotionally. How did it make you feel? That you've discussed with us. So were there any other effects, though? How did you did you do well in school? Well, um, in elementary school, I was having a lot of struggles. Couldn't understand a lot of things. So then um, my mom got me tested to see, like, really what was going on. And... And then after those tests were done, it said that I had a learning disability. So we had to find a special school that could help me with my learning disability in a way that was good for me. And that's when we found this other school. The reason I asked that question is because so often bullying directly affects your school performance. Did you see a relationship there? In other words, did the bullying distract you from your yeah. ability to concentrate? Yeah. Yes. So what it does is it disrupts the learning environment, right? Yeah. It affects your performance in school. You mm-hmm. see a decrease in grades that you don't want to go to school, right? You want to avoid well, going to school. Where I would try to convince my mom to, for me to stay home because I just didn't want to go. Any student typically, right? That has a disability, as we mentioned, is two to three times more likely to be disabled because of their different abilities, right? So then to integrate into any public situation becomes a greater challenge, particularly schools, right? Right. So what we want to focus on is some of the other effects that bullying has. It's not only emotionally detrimental, right? But it affects Absenteeism rates go up, decreasing in grades, academic achievement, the inability to connect with people. And then when you start to lose interest in school, it also increases dropout rates. So it's a major concern. It is. It it really is. But my senior year, all my graduate, all the people I graduated with gave me the courage to overcome being shy and not and not like judging people and bullying people. One of the people that that I wish that wouldn't be bullied as much anymore is my roommate John. John has a lot, a lot of challenges and a lot of problems. And when he goes like to appointments back when the, before the pandemic, and I I would go to to uh, Plant Avenue a lot because um, I worked in Plant Avenue and I also had my appointments there, and I'd see people really being mean to him, and I have to step in sometimes. You know, it's not nice to bully people. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be bullied then don't bully other people. Exactly. And we're going to get into some of the things that maybe we can do. Yes. Right? Collectively, together, what we can do to kind of prevent bullying. But one thing I do want to share is my own experience with my own children, all of whom grew up in a two-dad family. So that in and of itself presents a situation, right? Where they become a target because the family is already unique, right? right? 
A. B. We are two white parents raising five minority children. Right? So we said what are some of the other reasons why people are bullied is their race. Mm-hmm. Right? Their family dynamic. Right? It's a multicultural family yeah, my, my, that now my, has to integrate into yeah. school. The children that I had the pleasure of adopting all came out of the foster care system. That in and of itself, being in a foster care environment, they were again subject to bullying because they did not have a traditional family, right? So they didn't have a traditional upbringing. They did not have relationships necessarily with their biological families. And as a result, had to make a huge transition into a new environment, a home environment and a school environment. So just think about all of those variables, right? right? So the reason I'm sharing this, this is my own experience. And what it has done is it's broadened my perspective a bit more on this concept of billing and how pervasive it is in our school system in particular. And my question to you is, what is it that we need to do to stop and prevent bullying from happening in the first place? What are some things that we can do together? And what is it that we want to tell our audience that could be of use? When you see bullying going on, try to stop it. Yes, that's number one, right? We have to intervene, intervene. when we see bullying happen. When bullying happen, you need to intervene. The other thing you can do is if you see bullying going on, get somebody. Tell mm-hmm. someone. Right. Use your resources, right? Use your resources. The other thing you can do is have a class on bullying and how it makes people feel. I think that's the critical piece that we need to just stop for a moment and talk a little bit about what we can do. Because we have to tackle this from the point of view that we have to educate all people on the impacts of bullying, right? Oh, absolutely. And it should begin at very early ages. As soon as children enter the school environment at whatever age, we need to begin that process, right? Also, going to schools and talking to the children and talking to the the people and saying, listen, even me, like I could always do that because I've been bullied most of my life. And sometimes, you know, you get sad. You get upset, but I always tried to listen to my dad. Mm -hmm. My dad was the best dad ever. Mm -hmm. My dad was always there for me. And, you know, bullying is not nice. It's just, it puts people's self-esteem down. Exactly. So what is it that we can continue to do, right? We were talking about educating, right? Right. So we want to educate the students. We want to educate the children, of course, all grade levels in the school system, right? Right. We must educate the teachers, right, right, on effective strategies to intervene because it's not always easy to intervene, particularly in large schools, right? Right. It becomes even more difficult to do so, right? Right. So teachers need their own additional support, Right. right? Parents, because the process begins at home. Also, you should also have, like maybe here at Free, a night, an event for bullying. And having um, 
having people there and, ha- and doing a skit on bullying. Mm-hmm. The good parts of the person bullying and maybe the other person trying to help. So it sounds, though, and I think we both mutually agree, we have to tackle this from multiple angles, right? right. So we have the parents, we have the teachers, we have the students, right? Right. We have the administrators. Right. Then we bring it out to the larger community. So right. we're all connected. We all right. have a shared vision around what we can do to right. improve relationships in school, right? Right. How do we build a healthier climate in our schools, right? A more positive environment. It begins at home. It translates to early learning experiences, right? And needs to be reinforced through each and every one of the grade levels. Right. We can't skip any. Right. right. We need to build this culture of acceptance and tolerance for all. And I think that your experience that you're sharing today, Bradley, is really important and will help other people to know that, A, it's important to open up the chains of, commun- you know, the channels of communication and share your experiences. And as an educator and as a parent and as an administrator of a large multi-service organization, what we want to say to our audience is that you and I, Right, are interested in right. going out to schools. Right. So anybody out there that's interested in hearing directly from us, we can come out there and share our own experiences, right? right? And be a part of the process to educate our young people, educate our teachers, educate our community on how to improve positive relationships. And we can do that together. And also, I did feel at one point dropping out of school. Of course. It's um, understandable. And I did drop out of school. Um, when that problem happened, happened in South Jersey, I quit. Because I was scared to go back there because of the bullying and everything. But when I got to Westchester, Pennsylvania, my dad and a family friend said, wouldn't it be nice, Brad, getting a diploma? And I said, yeah. And they went out and spent like every day going to different schools. And then they found this one that they thought that I would really, really like. So they sent up, set up a tour. And they, we toured the whole school. The, work-study program that was downstairs, the academic classes upstairs, the cafeteria that you can go, have lunch, hang out, and stuff. So when we were leaving, my dad said, what do you think? I said, Dad, let's try to get in there. My first day there was a struggle. People didn't know who I was. People didn't know where I was coming from. And I would be teased a little bit and and bullied a little bit. But then I looked back of the years that I was getting bullied. And I said, you know what? I can make a change. And how I dealt with it at that school in Pennsylvania, I just brushed it off my shoulder. I just said, Okay, that's them. I'm me. I know who I am. And that's how I then, my senior year, I started 
more people were coming up to me saying, hi, how are you? Bradley, um, Bradley, because there's people listening right now, right? If you were to just give in closing your own words of advice to people right now that feel that they're in a situation where they're being bullied, what words of wisdom would you offer them? Get help. Seek, seek somebody and try not to get upset. Perfect. And for the parents out there as well as the school administrators, Bradley and I are committed to helping you change the environment in your schools. And I believe by sharing our own experiences and bringing these experiences into your classrooms, we can collectively make a very positive change. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. We had a great time talking about this most critical topic, bullying. We want to ask everyone to make sure you are subscribed to the show. Leave us five stars on Apple and Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love to know what you think about the show. So make sure you leave us a review. We will see you next week. Everybody.